Hey everybody, this is Andy, and I would like to share with you a piece of my fundamentals, uh, fundamentals of Azure Data Factory course. Of course, I've been delivering here recently, and it's getting a lot of a uh, lot of requests. A lot of people are signing up for this, wanting to do it. And uh, the way that you uh, set one up is you can go to portal.azure.com, as you can see here on the screen. There's um, I'm recording this on the 15th of December, 2018. And there's this new home icon here, I noticed. And I kind of like this, it's cool. Uh, from here, I can click uh, create a resource and I'm going to, uh, to create one. And you can search directly for anything you're looking for. Like you could type data factory into here and that would take you right to uh, data factory um, and anything that's related. I happen to know that Data Factory is accessible under Analytics. It's down here at the bottom. And I'm going to click that. And I'm going to create a brand new Data Factory. I created one a minute ago uh, called Data Driven, ADF Data Driven. I'm going to call this one ADF Data Driven 2 because I'm feeling especially creative. Um, I've got a resource group already called RG Data Driven. Resource groups are cool because you can put a bunch of related things into one. And then if you want to drop all of those things or, you know, just delete them or stop paying for the services, um, you can deprovision them basically by just going and deleting the resource group. Now, there are some gotchas, like for instance, in an Azure Data Factory, if you configure an Azure SSIS integration runtime, um, which is a catalog in the cloud, an SSIS catalog, um, then you would have to stop that, uh, that instance, that integration runtime, uh, prior to dropping either the uh, even the Azure Data Factory, uh, much less anything else in the resource group with it. This is uh, version two. I'm just going to leave that set to that. Um, I'm going to leave it provisioned in the uh, Eastern US. And before I click Create, I want to pop over here and show you some automation options. So this is a JSON uh, definition, basically. You know, the default value of the name parameter for this, this template, and uh, this ARM template, by the way, uh, ARM stands for Azure Resource Manager or Management, I forget which, but I could replace that. Um, East US, that's right, that's where I'm gonna be. And the API version for uh, ADF V2, Azure Data Factory V2, is 2018-0601. That's the name of the API version. And we can look at the various parameters here in this template. We can see there the name, the location, the API version. There's a slightly modified version of the script. Um, does the exact same thing, but it's all uh, set up for PowerShell. If you wanted to um, provision this in PowerShell, here's the um, here's the goods. This is where you could uh, you could do that. If you wanted to do it in the command line interface, here's the CLI uh, for that. And again, it's just walking right through um, the Azure CLI. Uh, if you wanted to do it in .NET. Um, here it is in C sharp. So lots of different things you could do. You know, you have the ability to do here. One of the nice things about the way the portal is, and I've got the screen size kind of uh, set low so that you can see it in the video. Okay. Is this is just a blade. So as I scroll over, you can see that's where I started. So I can close the template if I want and go back to my, um, my create statement. I can click create. When I do that, I'll get a notification that the deployment is in progress and we can actually watch it. Uh, deploy. Um, a little while ago, I did one. It took less than a minute, 
Now, once it does, we get a nice uh, couple of buttons here. There they are. Pen to the dashboard if I want to add this to my dashboard or go to resource. Let's pop over to the resource. And what we can do is we can click on author and monitor. And when we do this, we can see the kind of the dashboard here. This is the overview page. You can see the overview button right there. You can come back to this anytime by clicking this button. And from here, we can create a pipeline, copy data, configure the SSIS integration runtime, or set up a code repository. This is um, very uh, indicative of the way Microsoft is working in Azure. They are um, they're all in on Azure DevOps. And so everything that you do in here is you can just integrate it right into your uh, lifecycle. So uh, also here's some videos um, with, uh, with Gaurav and Scott and Gaurav and Laura and a good overview of the Azure Data Factory. There's uh, some more tutorials like introducing the Data Factory, lifting and shifting SSIS packages. I've written extensively about this at andyleonard.blog. Uh, transforming data with Databricks, and on and on it goes. Um, but if we want to actually build something, we need to go to the author page here. And when we get here, we can see that there are, there's types of factory, data factory resources we can build, pipelines, data sets, um, connections and triggers. And it's just a lot of stuff that we can do in here. Um, note, too, that if I drop down the, um, the data factory, drop, <coughs> pardon me, drop down this, I can set up a, a code repository. Ah, as Frank would say, one for the blooper reel. When I click on uh, repository settings, and by the way, Frank and I have been sharing on the uh, Data Driven page some of the material that we share when we present uh, at, at events like the uh, the Azure Data Fest. Um, note that I can choose a repository type. I can send this right over to GitHub, or I can send it right into Azure DevOps uh, for Git. And you know, I can I, again. They're very serious about this. I can work on a branch, and then manage that branch. And an, a workflow is set up essentially for me to do Azure Data Factory uh, lifecycle management. That would that would be available to me here. So. Uh, this was this is the monitor. There's not much to see here because we haven't executed any pipelines or fired anything from a trigger. We can see our default uh, auto resolve integration runtime here. Kind of a neat way that Azure uh, Data Factory is architected is we can, you know, there's there's this runtime that runs the pipelines, and there's also the um, Azure SSIS integration runtime that will allow us to run SSIS packages in the cloud. So. An awful lot in here that we just kind of skipped over uh, really quickly, but I just wanted to share with you. And you know, it's very easy to go back to um, to my homepage here, and I could just delete this resource. I can also create this resource um, dynamically. Basically, I can do this from um, from PowerShell. So I've got a little uh, script here that reminds me that. Um, I've I choose to use the set execution policy of remote signed. The default is restricted, and if you do that, you cannot run a, a PowerShell script, a .ps1 file like I do here. That's why I change it to remote signed. Now, there's a slew of implications to changing the execution policy, so I want you, before you make any changes to that, to first see if it's okay, and second, 
Jack, read up on this. There's a bunch of different execution policy settings. Uh, pick the one that works for you. Um, I start, I, I do this in a command prompt. And when I, uh, I start PowerShell, in fact, I'll, uh, I'll go do this now. And um, yeah, let's see. Yeah, I'll just, uh, I'll pop this, uh, pop the command window up. I'm pretty sure I've got the execution policy running. And let's say I have to go over to my D drive here and change, um, I can start PowerShell. And once I do, I get a little PS icon here. By the way, I am an extreme noob at PowerShell. I'm kind of working my way up to it, but I like it. So far, I really like it a lot. So now I've changed my directory. And here's my script. Now, I'm going to tell you when I run this, my script's going to fail because that data factory already exists. <laughs> but if I, uh, if I take just a minute and let's pop open a new, a new portal here, um, I can delete it real quick right before I create it um, and save myself that error and you as well. And I know you'll appreciate that. Uh, if I go look at my resources and find that particular data factory and see if I can delete it. And if the answer is yes, it'll delete and it'll be gone. So I should look like it deleted it. That was outstanding. Okay, so that looks like it worked. So let's try this script. Um, try uh, create data factory PS1 and it's going to prompt me to log in. So you don't send me any email at this address. I rarely monitor this one anymore. This is like 20 years old. <laughs> and then I'll be changing the password right after that. Uh, <laughs> but it's just doing a, um, an Azure login. And it says, you know, you've already got a resource group out there named the uh, name that you've said to use, which is RG Fundamentals. Do you want to modify that? The reason it's asking me that is because the script that I'm using, the PS1 script, um, we will, I'll open it up here. Uh, let's open it with Notepad++. And um, if we if we look, uh, da, 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 create data factory, there it is. If we look, there's the, it's called the ADF Fundamentals. I've just got some, uh, some code here. The RG Fundamentals is a resource group. And as I mentioned, resource groups are great. And I use this for delivering the fundamentals of Azure Data Factory. I, that connection that you saw when it prompted me for my, uh, my credentials, that was this. Um, I created a new resource group, but it already existed. That's why it asked me, did I want to modify it? And finally, I did the uh, new resource group, Azure Resource Group Deployment, and I, I created um, the Azure Data Factory. Um, and if we look at the results here, we can see just viewing the, um, the output here, it says, yep, you created ADF Fundamentals and it succeeded um, 8.49 p.m. UTC, which is about right. It's about 3.50 here now on the East Coast in Farmville, Virginia. And if I pop back over to my, uh, my resources list, um, actually, I'll open this one and, uh, and refresh this, you see there's no ADF fundamentals in this list at this time, but if I go back to home and look at all resources again, it should refresh and there it is. It's created it. We can go over and do the author and monitor thing and it's sitting here ready for us to, to begin work on just like ADF Data Driven 2 was. So anyway, um, there's a couple ways to provision an Azure Data Factory and get started. 
Uh, one thing to be aware of is you can go to Azure.com. If you don't have an Azure account, you want to try this out, you can start for free. Click that link. And um, all of the information about what you get is right here under this section, cleverly titled, What Do I Get? You'll notice there's $200 of credit, but that's only for the first 30 days. You get popular free services for free for 12 months. And there's a slew of services, over 25, that are always free. Start here, walk through this video again, figure this stuff out, and please join us at datadriven.tv. Frank and I have over 160 shows out there. Uh, Frank's talking about machine learning and all of this fancy schmancy artificial intelligence and data science stuff. Um, I talk a lot about data engineering and data integration, and we make a great team. I think it's because I love Frank. That's my. That's what I think. Anyway, it's the 15th of December, 2018. My name's Andy Leonard uh, from Data Driven. I hope you'll join us at datadriven.tv, and I hope that you have an awesome holiday season.